All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. This is a Web Canopy Studio production. Let's get this over with. Meh. Tim. Everybody, welcome back. Tim, what's wrong? What do you mean? You're giving me that little smile. He always makes fun of my intros. Well, I never know if you're actually serious or not. I'm always serious, Tim. Yes. Not. Welcome, everybody, to another episode. We appreciate the listens. We respect the likes you're giving us on the podcast forum. We're getting lots of good feedback. We're constantly striving to put out quality, quality quality product right tim we are yeah 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 so we are we are big happening nhl trade line deadline gone it's in the books another one bites the dust your prediction of not too many trades once again debunked tons of trades just showcasing your lack of knowledge of anything to do with hockey whatsoever i don't know anything it was actually set the record for the busiest trade deadline ever you are just struggling when it comes to your predictions the leafs will never make a trade they make a trade for a goalie and a forward oh there won't be any trades at the deadline it's a bonanza it's 32 deals who can trade the most is it going to be edmonton is it going to be florida is it going to be buffalo is it going to be the islanders this team's throwing all the names out there and just who sticks with who we don't know. But let's – I don't want to waste any time. There's so much to talk about. There's a, there's a few trades I want to get to. I want to talk about who do you think won the trade deadline. I was what? hoping you wouldn't ask me that. Why? I, I, it's, it's impossible to tell. I mean, it's hard to wrap your head around just the, amount, the volume of trades. There were two what? teams that stood out to me. I want to hear your take on this. Uh, I'm going to go a little backwards on you here. I'm going to say Patrick Marlowe won the trade deadline. That's not a team. That's a player. But yes, yeah. I agree. That's why it's backwards. But I'm happy for him that oh, he's yeah. getting a chance to you know, compete for that cup. You sent him a text yet? I sent Jumbo a text. I did not send Patty a text. But no, I have not. I will. I will. But yes, good on him. Where do you think he fits in that lineup? You got to try him on Crosby's wing, right? Do you think so? Or do you just kind of throw him on the third or fourth line and just see how he gels with those guys? Because... Having that kind of depth is just so nice to have in the playoffs. It is nice, and you can create some mismatches for other teams. But, I mean, I don't know. You, I know he's slow. He probably can't keep up with Sid anymore. But you got to at least think 
just try it. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Try it out for a game or two. I know Zucker's really rolling with Crosby, so maybe you don't mess with that, but it's one of those things that the, the, the upside is so high. Why not give it a shot? I know, because Gensel's hurt, and I, I just, I don't know. I think he fits in nice in the third line. Get him out there. Let him fly up. Don't You don't want to – that's the thing. He's not 25. He's not 30. He's 40-some years old. It's not like he can play those 17 to 25 minutes anymore. Yeah. His sweet spot nowadays is probably 11 to 13, 14 minutes. Go hard, get his work in, and just produce. And he's going to be going against third-line, fourth-line talent. That's good for him. He's also doing really well at the dot this year. He's winning over like close to 53, 54% of his face-offs. So wow. He'll be a great asset for them to, uh, you know, down the middle again in, in key situations, maybe the power play. Um, it's going to be great. Matt Murray looks like he's just sick. Who? Matt Murray, their goalie. I'm looking at the roster, his face. He looks like he's like a 40-year-old man who's had a bad smoking habit his whole life, and he's just like, he hasn't slept in like four days. It's a very <laughs> concerning to me. Someone needs to talk to him yeah, about his lifestyle choices. <laughs> if you haven't seen Matt Murray, go check out his face. It's very, very not a bad picture day. He should have went in for a redo the next day. <laughs> Did you see Malkin? Speaking of Pittsburgh, and our guy Brendan Dillon get into a little scrap. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, Dilly just feeding him his lunch. That was cool. He's, I think he's also got three points in three games for Dillon? Washington. Yeah, really. A goal and two assists. I'm pretty sure he's got wow. at least a couple. Good for him. Yeah, he's probably not crying anymore. I'm on a cup contender. The other big hit, did you see Gerby's big hit last week? I did not. I heard about it. Oh. A couple people told me about it. He totally mollywhopped Giroux okay. in open ice. <sighs> he, he tossed him. Uh, totally, I mean, I don't know if you want to call it a dirty hit. He's not that big, but he left his feet big time. Looks like a slingshot. And then uh, I think Sanheim tried to make him pay, and he just took him down. He's, a little, he's like a little just pest. He totally, Sanheim was not ready for him, and Gerby just brought him down like a sack of flour. All right, I'm watching it now. Oh, oh, he does jump a little bit, doesn't he? Yeah, if you watch the slow-mo. Oh, and Gerby's fighting the guy. He's like, what? how tall is he? 11-inch difference. Holy moly. That Sandheim's not from Canada, I tell you that much. Good on Gerby. Yeah. Doing everything he can to stay in that lineup. He just signed a two-year deal. Good for him. Good for him. Tim, you want him on the podcast so bad. He'll be on eventually. Just with you. Not with me. That's not true. That's not true. I'm just kidding. Good hit, Nathan. The other, the big story the other night, emergency backup goalie. Yeah, that was really cool. Amazing. It's it's happening every year now. Yeah, but this is the first time he's a goalie's gotten a win. I think Scott Foster got it in Chicago. I don't. Did he? Yeah, he got the win. That's pretty cool though. But what is? Did you see Clifford Barry Mrazek? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that took him out of the game. Buries him. I, I yeah. didn't see what happened to Reimer, but yeah, the two goalies get hurt, and this guy comes in. Did well. A little shaky early on. Gives yeah. up the first two goals he, he uh, sees, first two shots. But then he you know, settles in. The poor Leafs. <laughs> <laughs> a Saturday night game at home with playoff implications, and they lost to the Zamboni driver, who's 42 years old. You're facing a 42-year-old goalie who a, had, did not warm up. A kidney transplant survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Literally probably having a beer watching the game. And they... He he's a practice goalie for them. They shoot on him all the time. He's yeah. not like some unknown factor. They should know how to score on this guy. How embarrassing is that if you're Toronto? The whole country was watching, and they just totally choked. Is that? And I love it. And I t- the last our last episode, I said they're done. Stick a fork in them. They're absolutely done. That was before they beat Pittsburgh. 
That was before they got pumped by Carolina. Is this the final nail in the coffin of Toronto? Well, they didn't do anything of a trade deadline today to make me feel any better about them. I thought they were going to trade your boy. Barry? Yeah, TB. They uh, they thought he was. Yeah. Get get out from under that terrible contract. He's going to walk in the summer. They don't want him back. They just signed Muzzin to a big deal. Muzzin's Barry's a, gone. Yeah. Yeah. Great trade. All he has to do is, is beat out Gardner, though. I'm getting some breakfast. Yeah. Gardner had an assist last game. Even strength. And he was plus one. First in 20 games. Barry had an assist. He was minus two. And it was a power play assist. I'm going to win that bet. Anyway, should we get to some trades or talk about some more happenings? What's going on around the league? The only other thing I wanted to touch on was the uh, Ovi. 700 goals. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, unbelievable do, score. Do you consider him the best goal scorer of all time? Uh, ooh, of all time, no. Who's a better goal scorer? I think Lemieux was a better goal scorer than anybody. Yeah? Yeah, I just think he got cut short. You know, his career got cut short. I think he was the best pure goal scorer to ever play the game. And then, obviously, Gretzky. Yeah, I, I have a tough time with those just conversations. How do you, you just can't compare the errors no matter how much you might try. Because one, on the one hand, like the equipment's better, the, the health is better, the training and the, and the medication and all that stuff is better. On the other hand, the game was a lot tougher back then. Like People can get away with pretty much anything on the yeah, ice. Yeah, the goalies weren't as good, but then again, the players didn't really train. Yeah. And yeah, the hack and the, slack, the slashing, all that stuff. Right. It's, it's just apples to oranges. You can make your case. I always said I'd be the best player back in the 50s. I don't think I would have. But even think about, like, someone mentioned this on Twitter, uh, how much they do the ice every six or seven minutes in the NHL. Yeah. That's a difference. That, that's that's a big difference. That's not nothing. That's not nothing, Jerry. It's not nothing. Yeah. I think Ovi is the best of our generation, the best in the last probably 20 years. But I think Lemieux, and that's just my, my opinion, I think Lemieux was just an unbelievable goal scorer. Some of his goals that you watch – it's just like, how did he score those goals? He's got three guys draped on his back. He was strong enough to make the moves. And, like, I don't know, he was 6'6 six, six and had those hands and that speed. Like, that's... Is he really that tall? He was 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. He was a big boy. Now someone's going to be like, he was only 6'4". <laughs> I think he was 6'5". He's a big, big dude. And to have that kind of skill and that talent, like, that's special. Yeah. That's really, really special. So, I don't know. Does he get to 800? I say, yeah. Does he get to 900? No, but he's going to break Gretzky's record. 6'4", 230 pounds. That's that's how big he was. Anyways, you think he's going to break Gretzky's record? I think he will, yeah. What? No, not a chance. Not a chance whatsoever. A little, uh, little bet. Gretzky has 894 goals. Yep. Ovechkin just had 700. Yeah. He yep. has 194 goals behind him. Do you know how long it's going to take him to score 194 goals? I'm going to guess he'll do it in about his sixth season from now. So he's going to average 30 goals over the next six years. Yeah. How he's, old is Ovechkin? He's going to front load it. He's, he's got another 50-goal season in him. You think he has 50 goals in him? I don't know about that. How I many just, goals does he have this year? He's... 40-something, he's he's number three. 43? Yeah. He's 34 years old. You don't think he's going to hit the wall here in the next two or three years. Even if he does get two 50-goal seasons, that still puts him 94 goals behind, and he's 36 going on 37. Otherwise, as Ovechkin calls it, three seasons. I don't think it's going to be... It, I, don't think he, I don't think he comes within 40 goals of him. So it caps off around... 
850? I think he gets to 800 in three years, and then he just... I've, gosh, I don't, I don't think he gets within 75 goals of him. I don't know. I just don't see it happening. I think, you know, what's the old saying? Father time is undefeated. Yep. I think he gets them. Tom Brady begs so, to differ. Oh, yeah. He had a great year this year. Um, I, I, I don't see it happening. I just... 34 is is a number. 35 is a big number where guys just start to decline. And I don't know, man. That's my prediction. I, I would love to see him make a run in it, but that's a lot of goals. And he doesn't have much time left. 34. He's the second youngest to ever hit 700. Yeah, who was the youngest? Gretzky. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Interesting. But he was even, he was much, he was very front-loaded with his goals, too. Most, like, half of them happened before he turned, like, 25. Like, it was crazy. And the league was just so different. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, but... I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I, I, I hope he does do it, but I, I honestly just don't see it happening. Let's see Gretzky here. Okay. Gretzky's first year in the league, 1979, 51 goals. Ovi, Ovi did that too. Second year, 55. Third year, 92, 71, 87, 73. Ovi never had these kind of goal production stats. Never. Are you trying to tell me that Gretzky's the best of all time? 52, 62, 40, 54, 40, 41, 31. Ooh, L.A., 16. You can tell he's getting older. You don't have to convince me how good Wayne Gretzky is at hockey. But I'm just telling you, he's getting older. And look, listen to his goal production decline. He went from 62, 40, 54, 40, 40, 30, 16, 38, resurgence year. Then boom. 11, 15, 8, 25, 23, 9. And he, it's not like he's playing 20, 30, 40 games. He's playing 82 games. He's getting 25 goals, 15 goals, 11 goals. It's just it's just how it is, and that's the greatest player of all time. Father time is undefeated, and it's happened to Wayne Gretzky. And to think it's not going to happen to Ovechkin, who plays a much harder game than Gretzky ever did, you got to be fooling yourself. you got to just admit Admit when you're wrong. You know who? I'm not going to. And you know who's been tracking this for a few years now? John Busacross and ESPN. You know him? A yes. Bucci Overtime Challenge. Yes. Uh, he believes that Ovi is going to pass him at age 40 in 2026. 20, 20, bet bet Gross from me 100 grand. I'll give him three to one odds. Not a chance Ovechkin does it. Oh. So he gets 300 grand if Ovi beats... Gretzky, he gives me a hundred grand if he doesn't. You heard it here first. Can I can I have some money? Just in general. I will bet you. Yeah. I over a hundred dollars to three hundred. Done. Done. Bet shake hands? You're not gonna know me in six years. Fact. I'll be so so far from you. But no, there's no way. I listen, I I think it's great for hockey. It's like the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa home run chase trying to get that record. I think it'll get fans in the game. It's unrealistic to think that he's going to score 200 goals in the next five years when he's already 34 years old. Butchie says no, he's going to pass. Are you best buds now? Great Gretzky's goal record of 894 on January 15, 2026 at age 40. He's got, an, he's got an exact stinking date. Yep. Unbelievable. All right, so he's got 700. Next year he puts up 40 goals. That's a good season for him. Yep. 740. The year after that, he's 36. He puts up another 40. He's at 780. His 37-year-old season, he puts up another 40. He's at 820. 
The year after that, he puts up another 40. He is 38 years old. He's at 860. He still has to get 34 more goals. 840. Oh, 860, yeah. 860. He still has to get 34 more goals, and he's going to be 39 years old. So I think you're arguing for Butchacross. No, he's... I'm not. I'm just I'm just stating how crazy that is. It would be crazy. It would be like he would be the best goal scorer ever if he did that. When the guy who holds the record, when he was when he hit 35, he only got 38 goals. 36, he got 11. 37, he got 15. 38, he got eight. There's obviously a trend there. So, anyways, I don't want to dwell on this. Only time will tell. I don't want to be negative Nancy. I think it would be great for the game, but I'm just being realistic here. I call a spade a spade. Six years, yeah. You're going to delete my number by then. I don't even have it saved in my phone, so it can't even be deleted. <laughs> it used to be Tim from <laughs> Web Canopy Studio for a while. Still is. Yeah, is it? <laughs> Dang it, John. What do you want it to be? I don't know. Tim, Tim you, my friend from Tim, Web Canopy Studio? Tim the Turd, is that what you called me? Tim the Turd Taylor. Holy all right, let's talk about some hockey trades. <laughs> All right, speaking of Ovechkin, he's getting his Ruski. A Ruski for the Ruski. How many Russians can we fit on the caps? We'll find out. Stay tuned. This week on Russians in Washington. Talk about Putin overload. That city is just Russia gone wild. What do you think of that move? I love it. Yeah, me too. Oh, I mean, I love it. And the funny thing is, it's only going to cost him like less than a hundred grand yeah. or something like that. And Kovalchuk has now taken salary cap on four different teams. Isn't that funny? He's still in the Devils, I yeah. think. Yeah, New Jersey, L.A., Montreal, and now Washington. Yeah, imagine those W twos. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> his tax guy's just like, okay, what? And you're probably still making money from the KHL. Holy moly, Ilya! Montreal comes out looking pretty good on this deal. They pick him up off the waivers for nothing. Because L.A. is still paying most of his deal. They give him a $700 grand deal, prorated, so he's probably only making three fifty by that point. They get a third rounder for him. Not, Not a bad. bad return. No. And Kovalchuk gets to go chase a cup. I think that's going to be great. I think he's going to be rejuvenated. He obviously fit well in Montreal. I don't know what was going on in L.A. He just didn't jive there with the system, the weather, the coaches. Who knows? But, man, that's going to be exciting to see him on the second power play unit throwing bombs in there like Ovechkin does. He doesn't have the shot he does, but he's still he's a good player. I wonder um, if they've played together. I'm sure they've worked out together, but were they ever on the same line in like the Olympics or World Cup? I don't, I don't know. know. I asked that on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know if they were. I'm sure they were on the Olympics at one point together. I know they were in the same roster, but did they, did they skate together? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure they've shared a, a couple shifts together on the power play. Who knows? I like that move for the Caps. I really do. Washington made a couple good moves. They got Dylan, he, he's a good 5'6 guy. Kovalchuk shores up their second power play unit, gives them good depth. He'll probably play again, third line, maybe jump up to the second line. Caps are reloading. They're trying to get back to that Stanley Cup contender they were a few years ago. All right. What we were talking about earlier, the teams that I think won the trade deadline. One of the teams, the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, yeah. Love what they did. I loved, Early on, they grabbed Mike Green right away. He got that call at midnight. At midnight. He got woken up. Hey, Mikey, pack your bags. Don't bother with the sunscreen. We're sending you to Edmonton. The, place, the places where the sun goes to die. He's got to be excited. That perfectly fits his style of game. The guy hates playing defense. Let's be honest. He wants to get the puck, and he wants to go. 
That's what Edmonton does. They're a run and gun. They got the horses. So I like that move by the Oilers. And then they're not done there. They go back to the well in Detroit. They pick up Andreas Athanasiou. I had no idea that this guy was minus 45. Is he really? Yes. Minus 45, and he's played somewhere in the range of 45 to 50 games. That is hard to do. Like, that is not an easy thing to go out and put up those kinds of minuses and score the goals that he does. So that means he's scoring 20 to 25 goals, and he is still on top of that giving up 45 more goals. Like, that's tough to do. Interesting quote here from uh, Eric Engels on Twitter. He said, in Detroit last week, here's what one player said to me about Athanasio. Here's a little quote here. These young guys come in and think it's all about the highlights. We've all talked to him to try to get him to understand how, how he'll be successful, but he doesn't want to listen. It's all up to him now. If I had his speed, I'd go around everyone, but he just wants to go through. Giveaway is going to end up minus 45. Wow, that's a player. That's a player. Oof, not good in Detroit right now. Do they yeah. win a game <laughs> over the? I, I bet you they'll call up some AHL guys. They'll get some, you know, a couple wins here and there. But they are just arguably the worst team in history. <laughs> Terrible, absolutely horrendous. I think they've won like twelve games. It's pretty bad. Oh, Motown Stevie is he kind of regretting going to Detroit? He's like, adios mio, Detroit. I, but is he no surprised? Bueno. Like, I don't know what he was expecting. I, I was, I'm sure he's not surprised that they're losing, but to this extent, yeah, they are horrendous. They are absolutely horrendous. All right, so Edmonton gets Athanasio, which is cool because he's super, super fast. So I'm, I'm sure um, McDavid will love having him on the wing there. How many vowels are in his name? His last name? Without looking, uh, six. Boom! Nailed it. A A A. I owe you. Hmm. Could be a song. You do a -A -A. breakfast. I owe you. A -A -A. I owe you. All right. Edmonton. They weren't done yet. They went on and got my buddy Enzo, little Tyler Ennis. Like that move coming from Ottawa. I like him. He's a little spark plug. He was he used to be so, so, so good when he was in Buffalo. Head injuries. Got got some concussions, lost some confidence. A little nervous to go into those hard spaces he used to go into. He used to love digging the puck out of the corner, like making guys miss, the cut, the cutbacks, this and that. And he, he got those head injuries. He, I think it kind of scared him a little bit. So hopefully he's kind of gotten over those issues. But I like him. Again, Edmonton gets a player who fits into their system. They already have a couple rough guys. They have the fourth line. Enzo's a good, good player. He can play on the third line. He can play up on the first line if you need him. He moves up and down the lineup so, so well. Like this move from Edmonton. They're right there. In the Pacific, they're right behind the Golden Knights. I don't know. I like him too. He reminds me of Gerby, and maybe because they, they were better than Gerby together in uh, Buffalo. But like quick, feisty, um, you know, creative, and and you know he he would just come up every couple of years or every couple of months and just highlight real goalie. Like who is this guy? He's so good when he's, he, when put he's up on fifty points in a year before. I, yeah. I think like he's put up decent points, but yeah, he, he was a he was a thirteen forward for Toronto last year, and then he came in you know healthy scratch or whatever, and then he'd get a dressing game in the in the playoffs, and he would just be lights out. Typical Babcock move. He just doesn't like a guy and just buries him, even though he's a good good player. Yeah, I'm I don't like, know. I, mean, I don't know. He's he's a good player. I think he does well in Edmonton. Yeah, in Buffalo, he had fifty points, forty six, forty three, thirty four. He's having a great year this year. He's got thirty three points. Probably going to break the fifty point barrier now. That he's on Edmonton. He'll put up some points pretty quick. Only minus five. In Ottawa, which is 
good for Ottawa. It's basically a plus. Yeah, basically plus 100. So it's uh, decent on the face-offs. Like, he's a good little player. Good player. And they didn't give him, give up much for him. Okay, there's my number one team at the deadline. My number two, and it happened late. It happened very late on the deadline. The Carolina Hurricanes. Give it to me. Give it to me. The Carolina Hurricanes. They were quiet, and then they, they pick up two good, good defensemen. Brady Shea, Sammy Vatnin. I like these moves. Carolinas, they're all in. And they are going to win their games one nothing. You're missing also Vincent Trocek. Oh, yeah. They Trocek. got him, too. Yeah, Brocek. I like that move. Which surprised me that Florida traded him. I know. Was, they must have, his deal must have been up. Yeah. But still, yeah, Carolina Hurricanes, man. They are coming out of nowhere. But they did give up a, a bunch. Like, they gave up Eric Halla. I like him. Oh, he's good. He played in the... Um in your little tournament up there in Minnesota. He did. The yeah, beauty, the beauty, the beauty league. league. Yeah. yeah, good player, super fast. Yeah, I don't know, Carolina, making some moves. I, I, I just think they they saw the opportunity and they're going for it. I just like those teams are doing well now. They were at the bottom for so long, Carolina and Edmonton's of the world, and now they're, they're buyers of a trade deadline. It's pretty cool to see. That Honestly, since Justin Williams has been back, they've been on fire. They have been like one of the better teams in the league. I don't know their record of the last ten, but it wouldn't surprise me if they were seven and three, eight and two. It's really, really impressive. They did pay a lot for Shea, the twenty twenty first round first pick. Rounder, yeah. What are you gonna do? But he's he is under contract for another year, so they have him it wasn't just a rental. So He's also another man rocket. What does that mean? He is a good looking dude. Um I I don't know if I've seen a picture of him. I really don't. So I, I can't comment on that. Once I see a picture of him, I will let you know. Let's see. No, see, that's not my type. Don't like him. <laughs> What's your type, John? He's too polished, too clean cut. I don't like his haircut. All right. Going down the list of the trade deadline list, who's going to be traded the most? Kreider signed. He was off the board. Muzzin signed. He was off the board. Another big name was that Jean-Gabriel Pajot. He went to the Islanders. The Islanders have sneakily made some moves. And they're a team that are just flying under the radar this year. No one hears them. Obviously because they're on the island. The dump. But they're putting up a good, good year. Are they, in your opinion, knowing how loaded the East is, are they a cup contender? Your silence is just yeah, I'm gonna say no. killing me. I'm going to say no. Is that just based on who not, they have to play? or Yeah, not based on you know how, how talented they are because I think they're solid and they added a good goal scorer in Padjo, but you look at who they're going to be up against. Like, how, are they, Can they beat a Washington or a Tampa or, or New York or uh, Boston, Pittsburgh? No. As it stands right now, they will face Boston in the first round. That's as where it sits right now. Or no, they'll get Washington or Boston, one of those two teams. That is a tough, tough first-round matchup for anybody. So you might be right, but they have – listen, they got a great coach. Trotz is lights out. Who's their goalie? Their goalie is – Is it Greece? Varlamov? Is it? Or no, he's in Florida. Who is their no, goalie? No, that's, Bobrov- that's uh... Bobrovsky. excuse me. Um, Hold on. One second. <laughs> I'm going to the team. We know a lot about hockey in this. Well, listen, I never, I never watched a stinking team. The only reason I'm paying attention, yeah, yeah, Sem- Semyon Varlamov, yeah. I called it. I knew it. I knew it. 
But no, they they have a decent defense. They picked up Andy Green. They got Boychuk. They got Nick Letty. Like they have a good D. Decre- they are old, but they are old. I don't know. This but, is it. But Barzal is so sick too. He'll be good for them. Yeah, if they he'll can be carry good. him. I thought they traded Andrew Ladd. No, I thought he was a part of a deal. He was almost going to be part of a deal for uh, Parisi, but it fell through. Oh, that would have been a nice deal if they got him. He was rumored to be, to be going today. But yeah, I, I saw that Bob McKenzie almost broke the story, but not happening. I wonder what happened there. But anyways, Islanders, that's a good trade. All right, let's, let's just go start ticking off some trades. One of the most curious trades of the day, my former team goes out and picks up Wayne Simmons. The Buffalo Sabres. Make it a run for the playoffs. Picks up Wayne Simmons. Why on earth would Buffalo make this pick? They are currently sixth in the wild card standings. They are eight points behind Carolina, and Carolina has a game in hand. What are they thinking in Buffalo? Do you know? <laughs> I can't say I agree with the trade. I don't really understand it, especially given just. I mean Simmons is not it's he's a name at this point, right? He's not even he's a draw. producing. But I will say uh Mike Harrington, who who must be a, a beat writer for the Sabres. Yes. You know him? Um yes. he tweeted out saying basically in in the February standings, Buffalo is third in the Atlantic behind Boston and Tampa. They're having a great month. They they're trending upward. They guess if they they can add a little toughness, add a little grit, maybe they can just get over the hump there and and squeeze out a, a wild card spot. I don't think adding him is going to be enough to get him anywhere, but this trying to put a little context into why they were uh, buyers of the deadline. That they only gave up a fifth rounder, so they didn't give up anything to get Simmons, which surprises me that that's all they had to get to pay to get him. Like he's a good player. Yeah, you say that. You say that every time, but he's with Wayne Simmons. He's, he hasn't done anything in three or four years. Has he really? No. I just, I just maybe I'm just romantic about him. Like he was such a good player in Philly where he just played the game he was hard to play against. He used to get in some scraps, put up some good points. Maybe I'm wrong then. Maybe he's a fifth rounder. I got traded for a fifth rounder at the deadline. Are you telling me Wayne Simmons is the same talent as me? Are you telling me that? He's got eight goals this year. He had 16 last year. He had 24 the year before. I don't don't understand it. They're not going to make the playoffs. There's a... Whatever. Is this the GM just trying to save face and, like, we're still in it. We're going to make a push for the playoffs because you know he's going to get fired. Botterill's gone. Like, Is this the kind of thing where he's – all it takes is a fifth-round pick to bring people back to the, the stadium every night maybe. to the arena? Just like, hey, we're, we're still in it. Like you said, we're still in the hunt. We're, I was a buyer at the deadline. I gave it what I could. I don't know. I I don't like the move. I think Simmons probably hates it too. He's like, why am I going to Buffalo? Send me to a contender. Let me compete for a puck, a, a cup, <laughs> and he's going to go to Buffalo and just play out the season and just pack it in early. Anyways, love you, Buffalo. Don't know why you're doing that. Really don't. Now we'll talk about a Stanley Cup contender, getting another friend of mine, Barclay Goodrow. They gave up a lot, or they got a lot for Barclay Goodrow. I can't believe. A first rounder. A first rounder for this guy. He's a fourth line guy. He gets like 15 points a year. They're going to be pumped about that. I know. But so, but they also gave up a third rounder, and they gave them Anthony Greco, who I don't know who Anthony Greco is from Tampa. I don't either. But a 
first rounder for Goody. I should have sent him a text. That's like a that's like he's gonna love that. He's like, I got traded, but I got traded for a first rounder. It's funny how players know exactly what they've been traded for. Everyone always knows. Oh yeah. And oh, they, it's a big deal. It's a talking point for sure. Yeah, definitely. When I got traded for a fifth rounder, I was like, oh, nice. Not bad. That's on your resume forever. That is like, yeah, a tip of the old hat. Fifth rounder. That's not bad. Especially when I see stuff like this. Wayne Simmons going for a fifth rounder. I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> not bad, John. Not bad. But Tampa Bay, like he's a good PK guy. He's a serviceable, like I've said many times, serviceable guy. He can move up into the lineup, not to the first line. He can... Maybe go to the second line, maybe on the third, but he's a fourth line guy. He's not going to, you know, light the world on fire, but he will do the dirty things to win a game. He'll block a shot. He'll get in the lane. He'll play the 10, 15 minutes that you need. He's been scrapping this year, too. But he also scored one of the biggest goals in uh, in Sharks history there. Yeah, yeah, he did get that overtime winner. You got to give him that. Good for him. Tampa Bay making a run for it. All right, what do we got? Vegas Golden Knights. One of the late, late trades in the game. This one came in at. Three o'clock on the dot. It was very strange. I was getting ready to talk to uh, Ryan Reeves, Uncle Cletus, and I was like, "Oh, Vegas didn't make any moves." And I saw this. I was like, "Whoa, what do you think of this Revo?" And he's like, "Oh, it's a, he's in a tough spot because he doesn't want to chirp Malcolm Subban because he's their backup." But he's like, "Listen, this guy's a one A goalie. If we can get him, be stupid not to get him. Like if if Flurry ever goes down or he has some issues, we can just put this guy in. He won the Vesna last year." Like, come on, you know? I wonder, though, like, do you think something's up with Flurry that we haven't heard about yet? It makes me, you know, it does make me think that because he hasn't played. He didn't play last night. It just, yeah, something might be up. Who knows? Except they traded Subban in the deal. So he's, if Flurry's like hurt, he's not going to hit the IR tomorrow because they have no one else except for Laner. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, whatever. That's, that's a good trade. That guy could win you the Stanley Cup. I like him a lot. He is a game-changing way. I met him in Chicago. And he's got this, you know, persona. People see him. He's he's really big into mental health. And people think he's this hothead. He's a, he's a very well-spoken guy. He was a fan favorite in Chicago. They loved him. He speaks what's on his mind, which is very rare these days. So, man, it is a race for the playoffs now. I think we know who the contenders are. We know who the pretenders are. There's still a few unknowns out there, the teams that are – on the bubble, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Carolina Hurricanes, they are the unknown. If the season ended today, Tim Wurzberger, who do you think is coming out of the West? Let me tell you the top teams in the West right now, just in case you don't know. St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas. Those are the, the top three right now as it stands. Calgary's up there. Who would... Who would you take? Dallas is in the mix, I guess. Who do you take, Mr. Wurzberger? I take St. Louis again. St. Louis. Pains me to say it, but Why yeah. does it pain you to say that? Because they beat Boston last year? Yeah, that's got something to do with it. Took them behind the shed and showed them what what? I don't know about that. Showed them who was boss. The big bad Bruins got slapped around a little bit. I don't think so. All right. So you're taking St. Louis. Out of the East... Who do we have? Oh, man. So we got, I, we got Washington, Boston, Tampa Bay. We have a lot of good, good teams. Boston's still the best team in the league right now. They are. They have the most points. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by a large margin, by the way. 
They need a goalie, though, and they didn't make any moves today. Which is very strange. Usually they make a move. They made a, a couple small moves, but not for a goalie. Usually they get a veteran a veteran player. They traded for uh, Nick Ritchie. Big body. I like that. They traded Danton Heinem for him, and then... He's a good big body player that'll work well with him. Really? Because they got rid of Bacchus. They needed that big body to kind of, you know, put him in front of the net. He's I like Nick Ritchie. And it's they got player. Andre Case the other day, too. Yeah. Who's... uh. I mean, the reports for him are really good. If he can stay healthy, he's 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 speedy winger, right hand shot. They got two right handed shots, which which they needed. Heard he's a head case though. <laughs> uh, man, is it lazy to say Boston and St. Louis? I mean, it is lazy. It's typical, typical Boston homer. Doesn't put any thought in anything. But anyways, what, all right. Yeah. Okay. This is this is what we were getting to. What's your opinion? The John? start of the year. Who were my picks? I don't remember. It was the New Jersey Devils. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> And I don't know who I picked in the West. I can't remember. Was it San Jose? <laughs> or Winnipeg, maybe. Might have been Winnipeg. No, Winnipeg was last year. Sharks was this year. Oh, boy. I swing and a miss. Not good. Yeah, talk about bad predictions. Not good. That Give was me in a hard time. the summer. That was in the summer. Now that we're approaching. That was the old John. That was the old John. Now we're approaching March. Playoffs around the corner. After this trade deadline, I like, man, I like Vegas. I like how they've been playing lately. I like their makeup. I like that they got Alex Martinez. I think he is going to help them a lot. He brings some Stanley Cup pedigree. He's won two already. And I might just be jaded just because I talked to Uncle Cletus, my, my my buddy. Which is not your nickname, by the way. That's that's how he's that's how he said that, right? Yeah. He told me to call him Uncle Cletus. Okay. So I'm calling him Uncle Cletus. I don't think St. Louis has it anymore. Out of the West, I'm going to say Vegas or Colorado. Those are my two horses horses out of the West. Speaking of uh, Colorado, I was really hoping that Price would be traded to them today. How cool would that have been? Why would that be cool? It's like it's like Patrick mirroring Watt? the law thing, yeah. Yeah, I, that would have been cool, actually. That yeah. really cool. <laughs> Your inclination is to disagree with I me. I want to disagree but... with you, but that would have been actually really, really neat. But no, they can't take on that contract. He's just, he makes way too much. Way, way too much. And they got my guy, Philip Graubauer. Grubauer. Grubauer. They did get Hutchison. That guy's just been bouncing around trying to find a home. He was so good five years ago for Winnipeg. Now he's just like, turd burglar. Anyways, okay. So I got Colorado out of the West. Or who else did I say? Gosh, I already forgot already. Vegas. Vegas. Colorado or Vegas. Out of the East. Now that the Devils, I think they're officially eliminated. eliminated. I'm going to go Pittsburgh. That's the emotional pick for sure. It's it's the emotional pick. And I don't blame you. It's my heart. My heart wants me to pick Pittsburgh, but my mind is saying Washington. I was so happy for him. I feel like I have a stake in the game now. That we, I know. we hung out with him. We had dinner I'm with like, him. I'm we rooting for him. Went to his hotel room. You're probably one of the only people in the whole world who can say, Patty Marlowe took me to his hotel room, other than his wife. Not bad. Nice company to keep. Not bad. I'm just saying there could be worse. Could be worse thing to say. So I'm going to say Stanley Cup Finals, Pittsburgh, Colorado. Pittsburgh in six. Heard it here first. Write it down. That would be cool. So it is spoken, so it shall be true. It's funny like how much, I mean, we're talking five, ten years ago, but like Marlowe and Kovalchuk, how big a deal that would have been for those guys to be dealt Isn't with. Isn't that right? Line. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And now they were just like throwaways. Like, yeah. oh, 
Patty. What did he get traded for? Third rounder, I think. And Kovalchuk was a third as well. Something like that. Isn't that funny? 15 years ago, that would have been a massive move. The longevity, longevity of those guys is unbelievable. What? Uh, That's what about, a really good point. What about Jumbo? Why don't? They, why, how come he didn't get dealt? Today? I told you he wasn't going to get traded. You think he, it was all because of his decision? Yes, basically? he doesn't want to leave San Jose. I've said this many, many, many times. No one listens to me. Bob McKenzie's up there. Oh, this Jumbo's going to move. He's going to Boston. He's going to go to Pittsburgh. He's going to move. He's going to move. He's going to wave his no trade. No, he's not. He loves San Jose. He loves where he's at. Loves living there. His family loves it. He loves being around the rink. He's not going anywhere. He can't travel for a couple months to try to win a cup. He doesn't want to. He, that doesn't define him. I've already said that many times. Winning a cup doesn't define him. He is very secure in his career. He would have chased it a long time ago if that was the case. It's not like this is the first year they've tried to trade him or there's been talk of trading Jumbo. It would have been cool to see him go back to Boston. I texted him. I was like, please tell me you're going to Boston. I would have loved that. Unreal. So, but no, it didn't happen. Didn't happen. It did, did not surprise me. Did not surprise. Big surprises. Leafs didn't really make any moves. Bruins didn't. Well, I guess they got Richie, but it's uh, it'll be interesting to see how the last uh, month, month and a half kind of shake out. I'm excited. It's going to be a good, uh, good playoff run. It's going to be fun. The teams they have their horses, and we're going to see how it plays out. And you think Boston's going to win the cup again? I sure do. With that terrible defense and that. I want Char to retire with a cup in his hands and make the announcement. He'll have a cup. It won't be the Stanley Cup. <laughs> It'll be his jockstrap. Lame. Deked out. Boom, boom, boom. Anyways, Timmy, I got to go. It's late, everybody. I hope you had a good trade deadline. I hope you had a great week. Here at Dropping the Gloves, we decided to make a change. We're going to start doing two episodes a week. How cool is that? That's not bad. Very exciting. I am excited, too. It's... It's a new transition. The podcast is growing. I'm getting more mature. I don't know about you. I'm going the other direction. You're just regressing. It's just sad to see. But yes, I hope you enjoyed it. We're going to do a couple episodes a week. Let us know your feedback. And uh, we'll see you next week. Cheers, everybody. Mm.